I'm Sonia Morton Firth and you're tuned in to the Sonia Morton Firth Show. Today I'm at the Bootnecks Into Business event, a Royal Marines networking event hosted by RISE. There are 100 Royal Marines here either still serving, in transition or looking to make business connections. I'm going to be speaking on stage, interviewing a couple of the boys to find out about their experience of transitioning into civvy life. David, thank you so much for taking the time to come and have a little chat with me. Um, Before we get into why you're here, can you tell me who you are and what you do now? Uh, yeah, my name's David Brooks. Uh, I left um, the Royal Marines in 2006. Uh, I'm currently in between uh, jobs, so I just finished a role uh, over in the US as a Global Security Director, um, and so I'm looking for something in that world now over in London on a sort of permanent basis, so um, a kind of like senior physical security or business resilience, crisis management, something like that. So that's, that's me now. And if I take you back to when you left, how easy was it for you to transition out of the Marines and into civilian life? Yeah, it is. It is difficult. I remember it was it was very similar to kind of leaving school where, you you know, you're in a comfortable environment around familiar people and and then you've got to kind of go out and into the real world almost. Um, So it is difficult. There is a support network or when I left, there was a, a support network at the time. I think it's still in place, but I, I don't know whether it's improved. But at the time, I remember it being pretty weak. Um, it, it was a, it's, a, it's just a, a military-offered kind of... Uh, they do like a workshop, and it's really basic. Um, and then I remember they put a, like a pamphlet in front of you and say, right, choose, you, choose what course you want to go on. And at this point, you don't really know what you want to do with your life. And, and did actually anyone say, well, these are the skill sets that you might have? Not really, no. So they, they ask you, well, what do you want to do? What are you good at? What do you want to do for, for your next for the next period of your life? And so there's there's not a great amount of support out there um, at the time anyway that's kind of provided from the military, um, and there weren't any networks like this today um, to kind of fall back on as well. So that I mean, in terms of we've helped ourselves with these sorts of networks. So how has this network helped? I mean, this is just for guys that are leaving now that have got. They've got to, they've got an ability to to go into to kind of Civvy Street um, and be here today and just basically be around people that have tread the path before them um, is just amazing. There was nothing like that when I left, um, and so <clears throat> you know just asking people the question, well, what's it you know what's it like and what do I need to do and where do I need to focus? Then you've actually got the tangible contacts that people can share here, um, and then hopefully jobs on the back of that as well. It's just amazing for guys that are leaving, yeah. It's really good. David, what's been your biggest challenge coming out? Um, I think probably just finding my feet in the first couple of years. I, I probably will say that there, it, is a, it is a matter of years until you really kind of get comfortable with the fact that you've left the Royal Marines and that you're not that person anymore, although you are, but you, you, you know, you've, you, you're, in, you're kind of in a different life. Um, and there's still little wobbles that you get thinking... What sort of wobbles? Well, I just, I just mean, you know, was this the right decision? You know, on bad, you know, if you're in between roles or if you're finding a role or something within the role particularly difficult, you do, at the time, you know, a couple of years out, you still question, 
should I have left and it could have, what would it look like if I rejoined and these sorts of big should, questions. Should you have left? Absolutely not, no. Uh, uh, sorry, left. No, yes. I, I, I was right to leave. I thought you were going to ask if, uh, you know, if I wanted to rejoin. No. Um, no, I was right to leave. I don't regret anything I did in the Marines. Um, and But, you know, I've, I've kind of, you know, shaped the way forward since then. So, um, no, I don't, no regrets really. David, what's your dream now? Where do you, what, what's um, your path? I need to, immediate dream is to secure something back in London. I was with HSBC for 14 years in London. So I'm, you know, I know the area and I, I've got a lot of contacts. I've, you know, I'm lucky I haven't just left. Um, so I'm, I'm literally just going through the process of, of um, finding a job, essentially. David, listen, thank you so much for spending some time with me. You're Good welcome. luck with finding your job. I think this is an amazing network. Um, and I'm sure you'll find your dream. Yeah, hopefully. Thanks very much thank for your time. You. Cheers. Thank you so much for stepping into uh, my little den today. Bold. <laughs> very bold, very bold. So, Luke, can you tell me who you are and what you do now? Uh, so my name's Luke Dalton, and I am the co-founder and MD of Contact Coffee Care. And you served in the Royal Marines, is yeah. that right? When yeah. did you leave? Uh, so I did 10 years, and I finished in November 2021. When you finished, did you always know you wanted to go into a coffee company? No, How did that all. come about? So we actually started the business about three years before I actually left. Um, it was a bit of a hobby bit of a okay let's do something let's earn a little bit of cash on the side there's a few sort of companies in the United States that were doing something similar so essentially a gap in the market and just had a go at it and then from what started off as a hobby then grew to a business that was actually turning over cash to essentially going right okay I'm going to leave right I'm going to do that full time and there we am today. I mean that sounds quite brave because yeah. I don't hear of a lot of um, people that are serving that have got like an entrepreneurial idea and actually start making it happen, particularly when you're serving. Yeah. What sort of challenge did you think of through any challenges that you might have to I face? Mean, literally learning from the start. I mean, it, you could argue that's probably a good thing that we were blank canvas. We didn't think we knew what we were doing. We just sort of started it and just sort of like, okay, we buy something for X amount and sell it for that much. Well, that, that equals profit. But then along the way, you, you get a lot of other obstacles in the way and then you'd learn. So we've made like, we've basically spent three, four years making mistakes to essentially, okay, we're doing all right now. So I think learning those mistakes where it wasn't an issue, there was no sort of houses involved, there was no mortgage involved, it was just dispensable cash, so to speak. We weren't taking a wage out of it so we could experiment and purposely make those mistakes to, right, okay, now I'm transitioning, this is me. There's no mistakes now. So we did all our learning when there was no, no risk. I think there's a very wise word, actually, from somebody. Yeah. Uh, it's a great entrepreneurial journey. Like you say, you, yeah. you, you don't take the risk because you're actually in a job or you're yeah. serving then. Um, and now you've come out, it's, uh, you've learned by experience and you've learned, like you say, you, you were there and you took, took the risks and things yeah. didn't always go right, but you learned while you were, while you were still serving. Do you think um, being a Royal Marine or serving lends itself to being an entrepreneur, and if so, how? Yeah, I think so. I think there's a lot of transitional skills you can take from it, which is obviously 
probably is a bit weird to hear. So they're used to be trained to do certain things with weapons and stuff. Like how how does that transition to running the business, business working out P and Ls and all that sort of thing? But the way we structure our business and it, it sounds quite cheesy, but it's, it's similar. It was mentioned tonight about sort of like orders process and stuff like that. We're very like order driven so it's like right okay from start to finish like details all about finer details like it's not about going from x to uh, y to z sorry it's how you get from y to z but the, the the journey you make from that so the finer details okay right this is what we're going to do this is how we're going to do it if this happens we'll go to that plan if that happens we'll go to plan c and that sort of way so we're very process driven from how we do things now so you're almost planning different scenarios in yeah. case this happens and that happens and that's yeah. quite, I'm guessing, quite a military mindset. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, definitely. Um, tell me about the coffee company. What is, what is it that you do and how do you sell your coffee? It, it all came from working away on exercise and operations, being out in the sticks, being provided pretty much like... You poor, can say it, shit coffee. Line, <laughs> shit diabolical coffee, freeze-dried shit coffee that's been wet and you've got like a plastic spoon you're trying to chip away it into a polystyrene cup and it's just like that from what that's supposed to be your luxury and that was it wasn't do you know what I mean that's supposed to be your time to like the downtime and stuff like that so from going away lads would like preempt it or get stuff sent out like decent coffee cafetiers and coffee was sort of like upcoming at the time like sort of like five six seven eight years ago mm. and now it's like such a, a normal thing it's every other shop window but then it was like it's sort of up and coming so there's an American company that were doing something similar, had like an essentially a military themed coffee company. So we looked at the market, thought, oh, there's nothing there. And then through drinking coffee, that's your downtime. It's sort of time, especially when you're away, to sort of have five minutes for yourself. If you've had a long couple of days and the worst has happened, then it gives you time to sit there, open up, lean more into like the mental health side of things, not only just morale. So that's where essentially how and why we started it. And it's just sort of, it's just grown from there. So now is your main market military? Is that who you're sort of focusing on? I think our, our, our core um, ethos is always going to be the military. We're never going to move away from that. We, we know that's where we come from. That's, that's our main aim. That's the main sort of people we want, we want to protect. But then we can tap into sort of the uh, fitness industry. And then along with the military comes the sort of outdoor space, especially now transitioning into a civilian life. I realise I'm not just, even though I was in the military, that's not me. That's not who, who I am. I'm more than that. I think that's like, there's, a, there's a balance from that. You can't... Who are you, Luke? Who am I? I don't know. Co-founder of Contact Coffee Co at the minute. <laughs> I'm still, again, I'm still trying to work, work that out. So, yes, I'm, I'm a Royal Marine, but that doesn't quite... It, it's made me who I am today, but it doesn't make me who I am totally now. So I'm moving into these other spaces. So, okay, well, I'm into fitness, I'm into outdoor space, but it's always going to be... Literally, it's always going to slightly be pulling me back, but I can reach into these different aspects. And that's where we want to sort of transition into as well. So, yeah. Uh, this has been amazing. Um, just yeah. a final question. Where do you see your future going or where do you see the future? The moon. The moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be drinking coffee yeah, on the yeah. moon. Um, without going too structural into it and stuff, like we just see trying to steady the growth, looking at how we can grow. We want to push sort of, we want to be a, a decent place in the UK and then looking towards Europe and then further down the down the line, why not look at the States? Why not push outwards? Lou, I love your dream and I love drinking coffee. And thank you so much for spending Thanks, five minutes thank with me. Much. Thank you. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, there's a new interview out every Monday. So hit subscribe and like 
and you'll get it straight into your inbox.